0: Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the Word of Reason podcast. Wait, what what do I want to say? Welcome to the Word of Reason podcast where I present where you can find reason in your life, but it's only through the Word of God. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Word of Reason podcast where I present where you can find reason in your life, but it's only through the Word of God. So, this is all new. New desk, new setup. New lighting, new changes, all of it's new. You know what I'm saying? Um, being intentional about this stuff, man. Being intentional about being what I'm supposed to be. <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just want to say, first and foremost, welcome back to the podcast. Uh, it, it, I have taken a break. I have taken a break. I have went on a fast. I have taken personal rest. Uh. The last time I recorded an episode, which was that Q&A, was almost two weeks ago. I have held on it to a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Some people who know how production works, you know what I'm saying? You you get to upload it, you get to hold it, you get to edit it, make all the clip. Bro, I have been resting, and I feel very well rested in Jesus. I say that very much, very much seriously. Um... But yeah, uh, my birthday was actually just yesterday. So I think I'm probably going to actually record this and then just get straight to uploading it. Like uh, I was going to, you know, maybe like potentially do like, a, you know, what I'm saying announcement or anything. I'm going to just throw this on your head bone. You know, what I'm saying just throw it right on your neck meat. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, um, but welcome to the word of reason podcast where I present where you can find reason in your life. But it's only through the word of God. Uh like I said, big changes. Season three episode three, uh, or the 23rd episode, yeah, uh, 23rd, that means 10, 20, 10 to, a oh, one to, t- bro, I forgot about the first 10 episodes, I was trying to think about, like, how are we on season three, but we're on only the 20s, nah, the first 10 was season one, 10 to 20 was two, 20 to, 20 to 30 is gonna be or 20 to 30 is what it would be. But like I said, I think season three, season three is going to be a bit long. Um, and in case you might ask what these seasons are for. uh, I, You know what I'm saying? I just do it because, you know, why not? Uh, But these seasons also can mark, like, different points in my life. You know? Different points in this walk. Different points in, in growth. And to be very honest, that honestly has been kind of the stick for a little while. And uh, today... I want to acknowledge some stuff, but I'll, I'll get to finishing that thought first. But, um, yeah, this I just want to take a moment to say thank you, Jesus. I want to say thank you to those who listen. Thank you to those who support it, talk about it, listen to it. There are some legitimate, loyal listeners. There are legitimate, loyal listeners who, who pop in and listen. And I just want to look you dead in the eye or if you're listening and say thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening to this podcast I want you to know that I truly do respect your time your ear your attention that you give me in talking about the Lord I know I probably I know I haven't been always right I know I have said some things that I've gone back myself both off screen and on screen or off air and on air where I'm just like this should have been said differently or this could have been done differently And to that I thank you for holding grace um for me i thank you for holding that grace for me and i truly do respect and i thank you so much from the bottom of my heart uh for choosing the word of reason podcast to listen to for either just somebody to relate to or to grow spiritually or to get a different perspective uh or to understand the word of god whatever reason this uh podcast touches you i just want to thank god genuinely for the people that do listen um I'm finna make me emotional, <laughs> but uh, man, d- these last few months have been a wild ride and I don't think that we're anywhere close to the end at all. As a matter of fact, I think we're closing in probably on what I'd imagine is like a fourth of the full ride. Like it, we're not even there yet, um, <laughs> but we're here now. So, Hey, I just want to say thank you. So a few things I want to go over before we really hop into this um as you can probably see from the title of this it's different it's probably titled let's talk and then whatever it is that we go on talking about here which means that none of this is planned i am hopping on here solely just to talk but obviously this is going to be about my uh it's going to be focused on jesus It's going to be focused on the word of god It's going to be focused on the walk of christ rather than you know just you know kind of like sermony ish where i'm just like kind of teaching you know uh, so it's going to be more like a podcast rather than like a sermon. Uh, so, uh, also I wanted to ask a question to those who listen. I want to, uh, ask, have you noticed a difference in the last two episodes in the, uh, content that you receive? Because in the last two episodes, I've been trying out something different. So like on episode, tw- it's, it should be episode 21 and 22, like, have you noticed a, Better or worse change? I'm genuinely asking this just to see your perspective. It may or may not dictate anything. I just seriously want to know, have you noticed a change in the content being produced from 21 and 22 as opposed to all these other different episodes? And eventually I may get into the reasons why, but um, you might already know uh, if I've told you. Uh, uh, So... Yeah, just let me know how how the last two episodes have been for you. Uh, So today, like I said, it's titled Let's Talk, where I just get on here and talk about what's on my heart. Like, uh, you know, I might as well just say it now. (laughs) Uh, Let's Talk is where I just talk, right? But um, nothing's planned. Like, it's not, you know, like, scriptures all laid out. You know, points made up, which is what the last two podcasts have been where it's like, you know, there's a topic on my heart and then we develop it into like, you know, let's let's talk about this on the episode, like a fully developed thought rather than getting on there and having a partial understanding of what's being said. Um, So uh, this is not that this is just me going over the last two weeks of what I've experienced, what I've learned, what I've gone through and. I thank you for your time and listening. So I kind of just want to start off uh, with what was going on and I feel, (sighs) bro, I feel so relieved. I feel, I just want to start off like that. I feel so relieved. God, I feel so relieved. I feel like there has been a burden that I placed on myself for myself to try and struggle with and to let you win on it it's been trying to like have the answers all the time like um like literally for this this podcast is about the bible the word of god is where you can find reason in your life so people are gonna have questions um Either from the clips or from the actual full episodes. Wherever it's from, I thank you that you, you know, felt led to ask me that question. I thank God that I was able to be used to answer that question, or maybe just to add more on to why I need to stop being all like, I need to know every ounce of theology. I need to know the scriptures front and back. And I'll be honest with y'all look you I'll keep dead in your eyes, and I said it once again. I haven't even read the full old testament. So I can't even give you all the answers or all the examples. I can't, I will be on, uh, Bible Gateway, I will be on Bible Study Tools, I will be on Navy's Topical Bible, I will be on, uh, Christian Questions, Bible org. I will be on all them sites, bro, hey, and for those who wanna, uh, to find answers to your question, bro, I just dropped, like, a whole bunch of sources for you, alright, so, use those as you will, <laughs> use those as you will, so, um, I won't say that because if you try and use it for, well, no, nah, hey, bro. If you feel led to use it, you use it. Anywho, so I just want to be honest and be like, dude, I have held this burden on my own neck meat of, like, trying to know everything. Trying to be like, you know, what's, every the-, what's the answer to everything? Because people ask me questions and I don't know the answer all the time. And I want to say thank you so much. To these two very special people and that is Josiah and Jessica. Those two are some of the most amazing people in my inner circle. Like those two, I will probably start crying. I love you two so much. I say that with all honesty. I love both of you so, 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 so much. Uh, and you guys have been such a big help, and I'm so glad that God has brought you two into my life. I love the both of you so much. Um, but I, I know, and I've been talking to Jess, and she, we, we actually had a conversation recently where we, what was it, where where we really just kind of like dug deep. We dug deep. Uh I got like, you know, I was getting worked on that day. We was doing some serious work, found out some real deep issues. But it was all for growth and development. And there's so much in that conversation that I want to talk about that first I want to say, um what I learned in and how to get freedom from that is learn to to genuinely believe how to acknowledge that it's okay not to know everything like she genuinely has put it into great perspective and god has worked on my heart to receive this and to marinate on that of learn to just not know everything all the time like not just not know everything because you choose not to know everything when you have it well within your power to do it it's like when when you have the mindset of originally like i have to have the answer for everybody because i just have to know everything you know like people are relying on me i have to know everything i need to know every theology to teach people i need to know every page of the bible to be able to refer to and remember scriptures so i can give it to people that will wear you out when you try to know everything for everybody and try to give everybody the perfect answer for their questions and it it will wear you down And I had to take a step back, and please, before you say that this applies to you, pray about it. Talk to God with it. I don't want to take—I'm talking right now. (laughs) I'm just talking. I am not—and I'm not talking, like, in flesh. I'm just talking of what I've learned, and I want to caution you before you just take what I say and just apply it to heart. If you feel like this is what you've been doing— like literally doing the same thing then yes this is going to potentially help you but if you're considering if this may work for you then I need I would really really implore to you talk to God talk to God reflect on yourself and see like am I trying to do everything for everybody perfectly am I trying to have all the wisdom in the world and into that just take a deep breath get that off your shoulders Move your neck around a little bit. Feel feel okay to be like, "Hey, I don't know, man." I don't know. But hey, look, we can figure this out together, you know? I may not hit you with the most boom bam pow right to the minute detail right off the top of my dome. Um, I tell you what though. Hey, we can go search it up together. I don't know. Uh, and that's something I had to come out of, and I'm still making sure I'm staying in it. Um, this is coming off fresh off the dome, so trust it ain't mastered yet. Um, but it is so relieving to have that off my uh chest. Uh, another thing that I've learned in in this in this past little bit of breaking is is also learning, like like check yourself. Check yourself and learn to be honest with what's going on with you. Learn to be honest with what's going on to you, going on with you. Don't neglect what you think could be a potential issue in your heart. Because with mine, it was, it stemmed from what I just told you about wanting to know everything and always, that's what it was, more specifically, feeling like I always had to teach because of the platform we have, where it's like I felt like I was always having to teach, 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 teach. (laughs) Uh, And don't forget to teach some more, you know? And also, you know, because this has not this is not really m- their fault, but because a lot of people will say, David, at eighteen, you're extremely wise. Well, I'm nineteen now. Hey, my birthday was yesterday. Cash app yeah, no, I'm, <laughs> I'm not playing. You can you can send about three you know what I'm saying, send what you feel that too, you know. If you feel like this podcast has been a blessing, hey cash up down low. Cash app down low. Anyways. But uh it People will say, like, David, you're you're very wise at 18, and you know what I'm saying, and people will say, like, at, at the age of 18, I wasn't where you were, and it's just like, oh, my God, God has blessed you with such wisdom, and I don't know why I took it upon myself to feel that, oh, to keep that up, I have to know everything. I have to remain this wise by knowing everything. And brother, main dog suck, cause main brother dude. That ain't it, chief. All right. Now let me also explain this. That doesn't mean be lazy, and that doesn't mean to accept being unwilling to learn. Uh, like I li- there was a podcast made on this. Search for wisdom like hidden treasures. Seek for wisdom as silver and treasure it with your heart desire it seek after it go and uh, go and try to obtain it uh so there, are i'm not saying if you don't know it don't find it because you should be more content not knowing it than going and find it that's not what i'm saying but it's this mindset of thinking that you have to know everything for everyone and have all the knowledge there is to gain to be able to receive and then directly give right back out that was another thing was uh, learning to receive and not immediately try to get back out for a more easy to digest example. It's like. Let's say you're reading the Bible in your alone time, but while you're reading, you're constantly thinking, OK, what can I pick up that I could possibly teach somebody else? What could I re-? like? I'm reading Matthew uh, chapter seven and, you know, we're reading, we're reading, we're reading, and then it's, and then Jesus is talking about the, the, the depart from me for I never knew you. Right. And now you're not even soaking that information for yourself, but now you just immediately take that, you're reading it, and then you go and teach on it. Like right then and there, like, you you know, and just on fire to teach right then and there. It's like you don't ever take and receive and then just hold on to it for a little bit. It's great to be spiritually fed. But when you're when you're legitimately eating spiritually and then not regurgitating, not regurgitating, uh, but you're like constantly eating and then giving right back out. It's like eating a meal, like eating breakfast and going working out and then you eat lunch and then you go work out again and then you eat dinner and then you go work out again. And then even if you had dessert, you may not work out fully, but you're just going on a light jog. You're going to exhaust yourself. You're going to exhaust yourself, dude. And that's what I have been doing to myself. It's like, I need to make sure that I'm on top of every teaching that I could find. Look in depth for the Bible because I need to find every revelation in the book or else I'm not qualified to host this episode of the... Bro. Take a chill pill, bro. Breathe, breathe, breathe. And that's one of the things I had to understand. Just breathe. It's okay not to know everything. Um, But still also be intentional. Seek for that wisdom. And retain it. Hold on to it. Let the nutrients flow through your body first. Let it digest. And I'm, you know what I'm saying? Just let it digest. Let your body get the nutrients from it. Let your spirit obtain that information and hold on to it. And then whenever you verbalize it, it's not like you're expending everything you just in took you're giving out a little bit of energy but you still got some left over you know what i'm saying but it's not like you're legit like just spewing it out with that it's just kind of like okay my body has given me nutrients now i can go healthfully exercise without having to you know fear passing out so that that's 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 one thing learn to receive learn to 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 receive and not always just Eject, receive and eject will tire you out, but receive, process, hold, develop, and absorb what it is that you're, you're gaining information and wisdom on in the word or from God or in your spirit. Let it, let it cook, (laughs) let it cook, and then you're, you're able to, to, to better digest that information out for, uh, for other people. Um, for their growth and for their understanding because you had time to develop more on it. Uh, and uh, on that as well, I've been learning to to also be gentle. Learning to be gentle with myself. Uh, me and Jess were on the phone and uh, she mentioned how sometimes i feel like i'm too hard on myself and the reason why i was too hard on myself uh part of what what um a part that played in that was um i feel like i have to know everything so if i don't i screwed up i feel like i have to constantly take in and then give right there give out take and give take and give take and give take and give, take and give and so when that was my mentality subconsciously and sometimes consciously too it, it's just like dude i would i would beat myself up i'd be way too hard on myself be like you don't you, you know what i'm saying you just don't have the answer for everything so you're not qualified and just notice it and then we had a little bit more in-depth talking and she was just like dude you got to learn to be gentle to yourself. And it kind of smacked me on the back of the neck because I was like immediately defensive, almost innately. I'm just kind of like, what are you talking about? I am gentle with myself. You know, I just like to critique myself a little bit to do better. It's like, okay, but you know, you, you kind of sometimes step outside of the gentleness being applied to you from God. And you it's like god isn't even critiquing you on these things but you're critiquing yourself on these things and you're being overcritical and 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 you're 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 really doing more harm to yourself than good it's not even constructive criticism to yourself or or it's just self-deprecating to a point it 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 was it was it was a fault That I had to come to realization through in this conversation and legitimately it was it was deeper than I thought because we tried (laughs) we tried going over some sentences right and I realized I didn't even know how to be gentle to myself and I was subconsciously saying these sentences where I would diss myself I would diss and disrespect, this is short for disrespect, I would diss myself, my, myself, I would diss myself, and she would catch on to it and be like, nope, 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 rewind it back, let's find a way to say this more gentle, and at this point, I'm getting confused because I'm like, I, wa- I was gentle, I was just being gentle to myself, but she could see it and notice, this is not how God is seeing you. This is not how God's talking to you. He's not saying, oh, but you could do better here, but, you know, whatever. Or it's just like sometimes it's so small and I want to give examples, but I don't want to leave anything out. It's just like, you know, when you're being too hard on yourself and you don't give yourself grace because you're not receiving it. And that's where the part plays in where you need to learn to receive and stop trying to give. How can you give grace if you don't receive grace from God? And if we know as followers of Christ where we get our strength is from him and him alone. He gives us his strength. He gives us strength to keep going. And if it's strength as well as perseverance, and trust, and love, and faith, and hope, and all that, but you're not receiving from him, but you're giving all that you have. But once you run out of what you got, broski, I'm not gonna lie, it starts to be, you're running out of ammunition. You can only give so little of your own type of grace, or your own type of love, or your own kind of this, that, and the other. And then when you deplete that bank Of being able to give all the love and grace you can to others. There's two things in that too. But when you deplete your bank. And then you're just. It's like that uh, sound effect. But I kind of want to move the mic back. So I don't. It's kind of like the. (gasps) (laughs) If you know anything about cartoons. Whenever they blow out that smoke. And just go. (gasps) That's how it is when you try to exude grace to others. When you don't receive any yourself. And it's like, okay, well, how do I receive grace? Receive it from God, just like we receive and ask to receive from him many other things like joy, peace, hope. If you're not receiving those things from God, you can't also give it. And another thing is is when it's not going into your own heart, you can't properly give it out to others. If I'm not receiving from God love, I can only give so much of what I consider love. If I'm not receiving the love of God and keeping it in my heart and cherishing it and and really believing it and trusting that I'm loved without condition and that I was so precious in the eyes of God that he sent someone as priceless as Jesus to die on the cross for me so that we could be once again connected the way he intended to. And it is through faith that we receive Grace from God It is by faith in Jesus That we receive our salvation man And We were bought at a priceless high. We were bought at a price And it was the blood of someone priceless <laughs> Uh, It's just like dude Oh, there's so much that I've learned. So much, so much, so much, so much, so much. But let me stay focused. <laughs> let me stay focused. It's just like, man. Oh, my gosh. Man. I hope there were no boogers in my nose because you probably just saw it. Anyways, I have to also learn to receive with my heart. And learn how to receive his love and his care and his everything, his heart, before I can give that to others. I had to receive his gentleness for me, apply it to my heart so it rests within me so then I can give. You can't give what you don't have. been saying that, but now it's in a different context of you can't give what you don't have, especially the things that are the fruits of the Spirit. Can't give peace if you don't have peace in your heart from God. Can't give love when you don't have love from the Father to give to others. And and the thing is, is another thing that just said, but the Bible says is well, the Bible says is, is that things like many times it's described that the things we do flow from the heart, like it must flow from the heart. And if you have a heart of the earth, because you might say from, you know, uh, what does that verse say? I believe it's in Romans or it might not be in Romans, but. uh, No, it's not out of the abundance of the heart. The mouth speaks. I mean, that's more context, too. But what is it? Everything that a man does flows from his heart. I don't know if that's word for word it might not be it um but essentially we can see throughout the bible that the things that we do result from what's in our heart um and there's two different hearts you know make me a clean heart and i will serve nobody but you Man, that Fred Hammond go hard, man. Cause I was finna go to that chorus too. In the am I'ma stop singing because I'm finna get a. Uh, I forgot they did that too, bro. Hold on, let me <laughs> let me. Let me but uh, yeah, nah. When God gives us a new heart, what we place in that heart is what will flow in our actions too. Um, but man, uh, it. The things that have gone on this last week were so needed and so necessary, and I'm so glad there was rest. Oh, another thing. Uh, When I wanted to take my rest initially, I was going to rest because I was going to rest because I felt like I was doing something wrong, right? The mindset that I had of, I got to know everything, and then I got to give it back on the podcast. I got to know everything and then give it back. So I'm going to take a break, and then I'm going to get all this information, and then just like bulk eat and then regurgitate bulk eat bulk eat bulk eat and then just projectile vomit that's what I was going to do but uh still in the same conversation with Jess she was like don't take a break because you feel like you're doing something wrong take a break because you know you need rest from what you've done and when she said that it kind of like smacked me on the like not smacked me but it just like tapped me on the forehead like if someone were to go on rest while they feel like they're doing stuff wrong, or they feel like they've got like, you know, to fill up their plate again, or to do something different and better, you're resting for the wrong reasons. You're resting because you 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 want to. Well, I there's a lot of reasons why you should rest, but specifically in this case, I was resting because I feel like I was doing stuff wrong. I feel like, you know what I'm saying, gotta know everything, but it's better to rest where you can actually rest. You can't rest if your mind is thinking, okay, well, when I get back, I got to do things so much better, and I'll have all this information, and I'll take this rest, and actually, great example, the most, not the most recent, not the Montel Jordan uh, podcast, but actually, the the live stream that tim and and those who produced the basement uh were were on sabbatical they just came back and i'm very happy that they're back um uh and hold on let me do something real quick just to make sure just to make sure thank you jesus hallelujah Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Okay. Hey, hold on. Let me do this too real quick. Hold on. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Look, I had to make sure, bro. Um we Holy Spirit cooking. This is a very, very much needed conversation. I had to make sure that I was recording, and I had to make sure that my mic was on and going steady, all right? Because we've had a few technical difficulties in the past, but the blood. Ooh, so, uh, yes, hold on, what was I saying? Yeah, so, when she said that, I had, like, realized i'm not gonna rest and then go into this sporadic um consuming of the words so then i can legitimately do what i said earlier of try and receive all the answers that could be received in the bible in the span of a few weeks and then go on a fast which i'll get to what i learned in that fast in a second um which is honestly i feel like one of the most important things so please stay tuned for that it has to deal with Uh, How to grow your relationship with God. So please stick around for that if you uh, are listening to this now. It'll be here in a little bit. Just let me get through. (laughs) Uh, So uh, once I heard that, I I was just like, I need to not. (laughs) I need to rest because I need it. And especially after having all this talk, I realized I just need to rest in God. And, uh, as someone who is very important to me said, um, uh, someone who's very important to me said, uh, you know, learn to rest in the presence of God, learn to rest in Jesus. And when she had said that, I was just kind of like, God, you're Right. (laughs) <laughs> I need to learn to rest in your presence. I need to learn to take the weight off my shoulders and give it to Jesus. And there was just so much that resulted from that conversation that upon thinking about it, God just changed my heart and opened my eyes. And it was just like, oh, there's so much freedom in Christ. And he, he does the work for you but you've also got a part to play it's like when i say he does the work for you don't 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 hold on let me elaborate on that when i say he does the work for you it's like he takes so much off of you for you and all you have to do is come to him with a with a heart filled with faith And trust in him that he will handle what he needs to handle with what you give him. He will handle that thing that you give him. He's going to handle it. And handle it properly. And you may be like, God, I don't know what's going on right now. But I just give it to you. Whatever. Uh, My heart's broken. I feel like I was disrespected. I'm, I'm feeling pressured to make this decision. I'm scared to move forward. God, I just... Take a deep breath and I realize I'm made righteous through Jesus so I know I can go to the throne before you confidently and say, God, I need your help. I don't know what to do right now. I just need to sit here at your throne and just sit. And just sit in your presence, man. Um... And that's with my, my brother in Christ, Josiah, my my boy, he, recently I was, <sighs> recently there's this, uh, something that's been going on that required me, like, I talked to both Jess and Joe on the phone, and they were just kind of like, take, take five deep breaths, Joe said, take five, hey, big dog, take five deep breaths, take a good five deep breaths, and just, Put yourself in the throne room of God. And when I tell you that advice. Had slipped from my mind. I, I, I don't know what happened. It's just like. Caught up in the cluster of. Uh, feelings and emotions and confusion. It's just. Take a moment. To re- wait a minute. I got the authority. Not the authority. I've got the ability. The, the, the privilege. To go to the throne room of God. And just. Bask in his presence and in his presence is going to be peace, joy, hope, love, gentleness. It's going to be a whole lot of things, a whole lot of things that we seek desperately. We will find in him. Um. And man, man, it's been a lot, bro. And I thank God for rest. I thank God for being in the position to. And having the the job that we do to be able to rest, man. Rest is so important, bro. And it's something that I took for granted. And I'm now feeling it. And I feel peace right now. Uh, learn to rest. But just not typical rest. Where you're lazy. <laughs> but learn to rest and rest in his presence, man. You will find rest in his presence. If you try to rest outside of him, you may end up doing what I was going to do with that other rest. That other rest wasn't going to be rest. That is, um, I don't even know what to call that. That's freaking out. That's what that was to me. But, uh, all right, going on forth. Uh, I, I don't remember if there was anything else specifically on that topic. Uh, I don't know if there was anything else specifically on that topic uh, where I needed to address something. But yeah, going forward, uh, during the fast, there was something so pivotal that I learned. But I also want to be open in this. So... I, I don't even remember how long ago it was. About two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Uh, actually, it would be three weeks since the start. Three weeks ago, um, I had fallen so prey to the desires of my flesh. Like, not even prey to the desires of my fresh, uh, flesh. I've, I gave my, you give yourself up to the flesh. Um man uh. <laughs> uh, so I really kinda threw myself over to my flesh, and in that I fell like four times in a week, um four times in a week, I let the desires of my flesh, and on that fourth time, there was something that just really like there was some there was the holy spirit just like had me look at myself and was like hold on there is something wrong here that i have done this four times in the last week and each time it gets number and number and number and number and number and it's just like there's a problem there is a legitimate problem here And we need to address this problem. And the best way that that came to mind immediately, we need to go and seek God with our hearts in fasting and prayer. Prayer and fasting. So I went on a fast for technically it was Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I think it was like it was really a three or four day fast. The first day I already folded. Um. Uh, But the the day after that, I was so, my heart was set on it. Like, I I craved him. I craved him more than I craved anything. I needed him. I needed, like, every ounce of my, I just needed him. Because I knew that there was something wrong. And I can't stand that there's something wrong to that degree. So, went on a fast. And in this fast, I set my heart on this. Why is it that when I had, or I didn't set my heart on this, but I'll I'll say this first. Why, the, the problem was why is it that when I do these things, I'm feeling number and number. Why is it that when I do these things, there's no consideration for what God feels? If anything, the first thought that came to mind was, me 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 thoughts about me thoughts about what could happen to me things about things about this this me why is it that when when i fall it's always about me but it's never about how have i just hurt god Sin is in direct opposition and a transgression against God alone. It completely opposes his nature. And when you sin against God, you have to think of the level of degree that he's at. This is the God of the universe we're talking about. And we have now just done a huh, spit rub it in backhand and when you sin against the God of the universe now this goes on to the topic of why does God punish us eternally for or why does he give us eternal punishment for a finite thing and I'll go over that too actually since it's on my mind I heard this from I don't remember his name oh I don't remember his name but it's it's one of my favorite current uh apologetics slash um evangelist technically slash debater technically uh uh it's the guy on uh got questions or got answer I forgot what it was um but the way that it was described was when your kid. I'll just play it word by word, honestly. When you're a kid and you slap the other kid in the sandbox. Now your punishment is that kid goes, "Mm," no, 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 no. The teacher sees and the teacher comes out and says, Hey, come here, David. You just slapped that, that kid in the face. That's a no, no. And now you're put in the corner and now you walk back over the teacher and then slap the teacher. Now, When you slap the teacher, the principal comes up and the principal's like, David, you can't hit the teacher. Now you have ISS. And so when you get out of ISS, you backhand the principal. Now, when the principal is here, the principal calls the police because you're acting like a delinquent. (laughs) You're running around hitting everybody. And now that you've hit the principal, now the police is here. They arrest you or they're, they're getting ready to detain you and arrest you. But the thing is, is while they're trying to put handcuffs on you, you backhand that officer. And now, since you backhanded the officer, the officer is saying, we need the chief of police here. And so now the chief of police is here. And then you backhand him. And the chief of police brings you over in front of the judge. And now you walk up the podium, look dude dead in the face, backhand him. Judge throws you into prison. Now the warden comes in warden you slap him and then you see how the 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 punishment goes further and further and further and further and further up the chain now to the ultimate highest degree our sin is a backhand to the god of the universe you saw when i slapped the kid in the play box i got put in a corner not too big of a deal When I slap the judge, I'm put in prison. And when I slap the chief warden, now I'm in solitary confinement in some federal prison. It went from slapping a kid and just getting a little... Put David in the corner. To now slapping the God of the universe and saying, okay, you don't want anything to do with me. So... Here you go. And so it's it's also there that you may be like, okay, well, that's not fair. Well, there is, there has been and there still remains a sacrifice for sins. And he did it without having to do it. He gave us a freaking way out. And to say that God is unjust. It does actually boggle me because we backhand the God of the universe with our actions in our disgusting heart compared to his. But you want to know what his response is? It's not get away from me. You've you've done wrong against me. I am in the position to punish you justly. Go to hell. Get away from me. No. No. It's that that will have a consequence. And I love you. And there remains grace from you. You just have to come to me and say that you know what you did was wrong. Seek me. Ask ask me for the forgiveness and I will forgive you. It's not maybe. When you have a heart that's asking for true forgiveness. When there's true repentance in your heart and then you go over to him and say, God, I'm sorry for X, Y, and Z. I'm sorry that I did this and I'm sorry that I did that and I knew I shouldn't have done that and I'm sorry that I did this. He sees your heart. And when you confess with your heart, he is going to be faithful and just to forgive you. And he ain't lying about that, man. He ain't lying about that. So... Yeah, that was just that. (laughs) Yeah, that was just that, man. Um, And then when you think about that, you just realize God is so beyond good. So far beyond good. How many people would you look dead in the face? But the thing is, is you say, oh, I can do this in in love. But are you going to do it in legitimate love or are you going to do it in Partial love but you just kind of like have a little bit of grudge or there might be a little bit of pride seated in there when he says you are forgiven and there's a grace applied to you it is out of 100% love and it boggles me because I don't know how to do that I wouldn't know if someone walked up to me and backhanded me and the first thought that I had in my mind was excuse me it is not A smack and then just like. There's forgiveness for that. Bruh. See, look. There's one thing about this new setup is I can't really do the soundboard yet. But if I did, I'm pressing the vine boom right now. Because that's actually crazy to me. It's, it's, It's amazing. It's mind boggling. But let me get to the point. <laughs> so uh, I, I was fasting, and my heart was, why is it that God is not at the forefront of my heart when I wrongdo him? Why is it not that my heart is aching at the fact that this good, good God has just forgiven me for doing that backhand to him? And it hurts even more imagine that because he has forgiven us already and we've accepted his sacrifice for it so we know just how good he is and we're part of his kingdom now when you become born again you are brought into his kingdom to adoption to sonship through christ jesus ephesians 1 i think and we were dead in our sins beforehand we were spiritually dead but he, resur- he brought us back through Jesus. In Jesus, there's forgiveness for that, man. And so when you wrongdo him, it's just, but <laughs> it's like, bro, the, the Holy Spirit is in us when we do these things, right? And he's not leaving us. Like he doesn't like just bloop out and then go back in whenever we commit our sin. And then that's the conviction that we feel. Like, oh yeah, I jumped out of you and then I came back. He's been in there the whole time you was doing that. And even now, I still have to fully, I'll be honest, I'll still have to fully grasp the fact that I grieve the Holy Spirit and having to practically just put him through that in my body. He resides within our body. And when we when we sin, it, I'd imagine, I can't imagine how that feels. The grief that he may feel in that, man. And I just, it feels like... Whew. But that's what was really bothering me, and that's why I went on that fast. So this amazing book that I have talked about many, 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 many times, The Awe of God, I took a break from reading it because I was, like I said earlier, it really, really, really giving myself over to my flesh and just kind of like really over indulging in the things of the world which therefore led my spirit to be weak and my flesh to be able to easily overcome my spirit because my spirit had been lessened and lessened because I wasn't feeding it. I had been feeding my flesh. Hours spent on TikTok. Hours spent on YouTube. 30, 40 minutes max. Hour and a half on a good day. Spend time in both praying and reading the word. But easily could sit in that bed, well, Easily could sit in the bed or uh, be on the on, on the computer and spend hours upon hours on nothing pertaining to God. And that is where your spirit has gone from boom to boom and you're feeding your flesh. So it goes from boom to boom. And so that means when your flesh riles up, it's been fed, bro. That joke is strong. He got protein. That joke of fed bro he 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 got comb bread bro he drank his milk big strong but yet you spirit over here malnourished not being fed at all lacking vitamin d lacking vitamin uh uh vitamin g lacking God bro you ain't bringing them in you ain't even in vitamin but <laughs> oh man uh so I just realized that and went on the fast. So I I read the book. No, I didn't read the full book, but I read some more of the book. And another real reason also behind why I was fasting was because in my heart, I just knew it's because I didn't know who God is. Because if I don't fear God in my actions, it's because I don't know who he is. And let me break it down for you. The fear of God, because some people may not actually comprehend that. Um, no, it's not hypocritical to say fear God uh, because there are two different types of fears. And actually, we can bring up some scripture. Oh, I love how the desk is like this. So now we can pull it up. Hold on. Oh, man. Glory be to God that we got this desk. And especially on my birthday because it was saying it was going to get here on Tuesday. And today it's Sunday. Just like thank you Jesus for that. Um, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. What are we looking for again? Ah, yes, ten, ten. mm Ten. Mm, 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 mm. To take out your Thank you so much, Alexa. Ah, uh, yes, hold on. In Matthew chapter 10, verse 28 and 29, 30, verse 29, verse 28 through 30, um, Do not be afraid of those who kill the body but cannot kill the soul. Rather, be afraid of the one who can destroy both soul and body in hell. Notice how he's saying, do not be afraid of those who can kill the body. But then he goes on to say, be afraid of God. And then that's kind of like, okay, fear God, you know, be scared of him. Um, then keep reading it says are not two sparrows sold for a penny yet not one of them will fall to the ground outside your father's care And and even the very hairs of your head are all numbered so don't be afraid you are worth more than sparrows so Jesus just tells us be afraid of the one who can kill both body and soul in hell but then legitimately says Do not be afraid of God. Let me explain. When he's saying do not be afraid of God, he's saying don't be scared of who he is. Don't run from him. But when you fear God, it comes through this. And I had to break it down because the book actually really does go in depth with this. And I want to make sure that I just kind of like summarize it. Uh, So. When you fear God, it's from a realization of who he is. How much weight is within him. How vast, how large, how powerful, how gloriful, how loving, how peaceful, how kind, how gentle, how long-suffering, how big his character is. It's just like when you really, really Really sit down and think about the fact that, like Jesus just said, even the hairs on your head are numbered. Do you realize that, in in the book it does say this, 50 to 100 hairs fall off every day. And what you're saying is God is constantly aware of how many hairs are on my head. Now I know some of y'all got, let me know. (laughs) I was going to say, somebody's got jokes. Somebody's going to be like, well, not you because you don't got. All right, bro. Touche, bro. That's why I'm growing a buzz cut. Yep. Yep. Gotcha. He knows these hairs. Look, (laughs) look, uh, so, uh, it's just like, man, God is constantly thinking about me and there is a verse in the Bible. I don't know the address where, I believe it's in Psalms, and I would look it up, but why not, why not, let's pull it up, 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 up. let me pull it up, pull it up, let me pull it up. Ah, yes, hopefully you can hear me, so it says, How precious are your thoughts? Let me just rotate the mic just over here. How precious are your thoughts about me, oh God? They cannot be numbered. I can't even count them. They outnumber the grains of sand. And when I wake up, you're still with me. It says, how precious are your thoughts about me, oh God? They can't be numbered. I can't even count them because they outnumber the grains of sand. Okay. Now, for those who's watching on YouTube, y'all can see what's on the screen potentially, maybe not because it might be out of focus, but it says 7.5 sextillion sand grains are estimated to be on the earth now I don't even know how many zeros that is oh it says it right here it says that is 75 followed by 17 zeros that's you that's you that's you he's thinking about And it you just have to that is when you re, like when you sit down and think about I don't even think about food that many times in my life. I don't think about breathing that many times in my life. I don't think about blinking that many times in my life. I haven't even blinked thought breathe that many times in my life in a, over 100,000 lifetimes. You won't come it didn't say it didn't say they are as numerous as the sand. They outnumber the grains of sand. Did it even say on this earth? Because if we don't count other planets, there might be sand on other planets. What the point of it is? And there's even another verse, and I believe it's in Isaiah, where I believe it's Daniel. I don't remember for sure. Um, where where he's taken up and he sees God in this stadium that could fit a dude like a. A billion people, I believe. And the glory of God is so magnificent, so strong, so powerful, so evident, so manifest, so overwhelming that the angels around him scream holy, holy, holy. And in reading that, it's like, When you know the literature of Hebrew writers, when stuff is rewritten multiple times over, it's for emphasis like we do with bold and italics. But when it's written three times, it's at the utmost emphasis. So three times is just, bro, the exuberantly loud exclamation and an utmost realization of how endless The glory of God is. When you think about that. And when you think about the weight of his presence. That will give you the chills. That someone like that. Is evidently present. Now actually let me say evidently present. Somebody's going to give you evidence. There is evidence but. We can't prove it to you. So. Well, that's a whole another episode. We're not doing all that. I said it's not scripted, so we just going to keep on moving. So it's just like, dude, there's so much bro, to the fear of God. When you realize how vast his love is, how many thoughts he thinks about you, the fact that you're conti- he has you continuously on his mind and in his heart for the better of you. He realizes his love for you when you realize Jesus says, if you if you sell your soul but gain the world, you 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 made a bogus offer. You made a bogus trade because your life is not worth all the things of this earth. But God said, "Your life to me is worth the life of my son." But I thought to lose your life. I mean, it does say to lose your life to the world. Not to lose your life to God. Um, but it's like, to lose your life. Ooh-wee, hold on. Another verse just popped up. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It's in... Ah, okay. Actually, hold on. Let, me pull, it up Let me pull it up in this one. In A.M.P. Heading over to Zechariah 2, verse 6 and 8, I believe. Right, come on. Okay, so in starting actually in 5, it says, For I, declares the Lord, will be a wall of fire around her, protecting her from enemies. And I will be the glory in her midst. Hear this, flee from Babylon, the land of the north. Which shall come under judgment, declares the Lord. For I have scattered you like the four winds of the heavens, declares the Lord. Hear Zion, Jerusalem. Escape, you who are living with the daughter of Babylon. For thus says the Lord of hosts. After glory, he has sent me against the nations which plunder you. For he who touches you touches the apple of his eye. For he who touches God's people touches the apple of his eye. Now, in context, just, just going back to how vastly large God is. The universe in his hand. The earth, he could probably spin around on his pinky finger like a grain of sand. Maybe even an atom says that. Us. His people are the apple of his eye. Makes you think. Makes you wonder. Man. Makes you think man. makes you realize. We serve a good, gracious, generous God. We do. We really do, man. We really, really do. And so I I realized that and upon reading that, I had regained some of the fear of the Lord, and I actually wrote something down about this. Oh, Lord, I love the fact that there's slots in my desk for this. It's so convenient when this stuff pops up, and I don't have to, like, go, like, I didn't realize I have to be on. Anyways, realize I don't have to run across the room for it, or realize, oh, it's not already on my desk. (laughs) Thank you, Jesus. Let's see. little journal of revelations. Where is it at? Oh wait, it's at the start, it's at the start, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, uh, da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da, yes, here it is, um, actually, okay, so I actually wrote this a long time ago, technically not a long time ago, but a little, a long time before the fast, uh, it was given to me. It says the lack of the fear of the Lord starts inwardly with the acceptance for sin. When sin becomes something of pleasure, in that moment you take off your armor and cast the fear of God aside. Then gratify the desires of your flesh. When we begin to seriously want to give in, oh, oh when, we want, when we begin to seriously want to give into our sin, In my case, it was lust. I saw myself seeking after it, like how we should be seeking God and wisdom in Proverbs 2. At that point, where God showed me the desires of my heart, I saw in that moment my total and complete lack of reverence for God. I sought to please my craving with, first of all, a counterfeit of God's love, with the lust in my heart towards his creation. Obviously, through Pernita. We throw we throw away our fear of the Lord when we begin to love what He hates, and in return we're ultimately hating what we what He loves. Now I may be you know, wrong about that because I wrote. I'm pretty sure at this point I was really writing what I was thinking. Um, it might be true, but anyways, it says or at least. Oh wait, <laughs> never mind. I actually wrote that. down. It says or at least disregarding what He loves in that moment. Okay. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for that because I was just like, wait, well, not necessarily hate, but we definitely disregard it. Um, and so, that is one of the things I learned in the fast. And then there's one more thing. The most important thing, actually, um, and then I'll be wrapping it up for today. And then I'm gonna go ahead and throw this thing up out there. Uh, was I learned that we are very casual oh lord this one's good we we get so casual with god we get so casual with god that it ain't even funny and let me explain and maybe i'll even just read This point, I'm just like, look, I would. I want you to buy the book, get the book. I don't even want to read off of it almost because it's just like I want to take it. Anyways, the point here is hello. I know I want that was off, but um, let's say, for example, God tells you to. Go and talk to somebody in the grocery store, and you are so comfortable with disregarding what it is that he says to do, that you're just like, no, I don't really want to do that. And you get to this place of comfort with him to where it's disregarding him, and you're being too casual, like he's not the God of the universe. and getting casual with him in a sense of, I would treat him like an invisible God buddy. And it really affects the relationship when you treat him as this side character to your story rather than the director of the movie. He is the God of the universe. We are blessed. We are blessed to have him in us and walk with us. Realize who it is that you're talking to. Yes, he is our father, and he is also the almighty, all-powerful, glorious God. He is not to be taken lightly. He is not to be disregarded as this occasional little cute, funny voice in your head that you hear, that you you, you say, oh, well, you know what I'm saying, guy? We don't got to do that. You know what I'm saying? We, we working on it, being silly and goofy about living in a life of sin. And not being intentional about okay, God, let me listen to you so we can wrap this thing up, so I can stop fiddling and flirting with sin. And it's like sometimes in a, in, in YouTube comments, and I want to dial it back here because make sure I'm not coming over the neck. But sometimes in YouTube comments, it, it not YouTube, but TikTok comments, it'll be like a video where it's just kind of like, um, let's just say an example for really general, it's like. God tells this person to do something and it's like the Drewski audio, uh, Drewski audio of, can't do that one, nah, can't do that one, it's just like, bro, what, I had to, like, take a little minute to think about it, because sometimes it would irritate me, seeing, like, the comments being filled, with. it's just kind of like, yeah, Lord, we gonna have to move past this order, because it's like, you know, I don't know if I'm willing to do all that. doubtful sometimes but getting to the point where we joke about it's not even a joke where we're just kind of jokingly saying oh god i'm gonna disregard what commandment you said because i'd rather feel like being in my own comfort rather than being obedient to you and listening to you and entrusting my life and submitting it unto you i would rather do that and i really don't want to come off as guilt trippy or making you feel like now you have to be like like scared of God. That's that's not the fear of the Lord. When you're scared of God and trying to hide from Him, can't hide from God. <laughs> he knows your thoughts, intents, and heart. Um, I keep forgetting the verse where it talks about the Word of God. It's like a two-edged sword that the, that pierces. Uh, I forgot it. I know it's in Hebrews. I just don't know the address. Hold on, I'm almost through with you. Alright, in Hebrews 4 verses 12, it says for the word of God is living and active sharper than any two-edged sword piercing to the division of soul and of spirit. Of joints and of marrow and discerning the thoughts and intentions of the heart you can't run from them (laughs) you can't run from them and discerning the thoughts and intentions of the heart yeah buddy he got you yeah buddy he got you he got you good he knows if you think he don't, look at Acts. Where, where they didn't, you know what I'm saying, they they disregarded the Lord. They said, hey, we finna sell all this property to keep a cut. We finna go, go out to Benihana's, get us a little bit of Mountain Dew or something. Anyways, but like, bro, you yeah, know, got packed up because of a lack of <laughs> reverence. Reverence. It just should makes you think, man. Don't get caught up being too casual with God, man. Being like, let me be dismissive of the Lord of Lords, the Ancient of Days and the Host of the Lord of Hosts. Let me just skip out on the one who made the universe and spoke things into existence that did not exist. acknowledge who he is and truly embedded in your heart who it is that we serve. Now he's a good and faithful and trustworthy God, a loving, kind and, 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 and long suffering God, patient. One thing we not gonna do though, is push the limits and test his grace. And some of the, the worst part about it is that you may be unknowingly casual to God. And I'll tell you where I slipped up in thinking like, oh well, you know what I'm saying? Let me just easily dismiss you. Shake you off my shoulder there. Treat him like he was the, the the little angel on the shoulder thing from Disney Channel. I say Disney Channel, but you give it on me anyways. It's just like, dude. I, I, I used to, to, to I used to be very very bad at speaking to God right and I just got the revelation yeah, talk to God how you, how you need to well now look when I say this let me be clear <laughs> it is not wise to go in there guns blazing to the throne of the king there shall be some reverence here now, I'll say this: there are moments where you will potentially be mad at God. There are moments where you don't know, and you start thinking about pointing the blame to Him, and be like, "I thought you was this, and I thought you was that, and da 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 da." Yes, we have those moments now. But also, let us tread lightly. That is coming from me. I would rather. Tread lightly. Now there had definitely been some moments where I'm like, God, I don't know what's going on. Now look, now I'm trying to believe in who you are, and I'm going to keep trying to believe in who you are. I need you to do something, and in that I'm, yeah. But but ooh. Anyway, so when I when I had taken that so very literal to the point where it's just kind of like hey let me, let me let me let me let me let me talk to god any kind of way i want you know what i'm saying like let me talk to god and you know be just 100 honest open transparent treat him like a best friend right got to the point where that dead dead translated into my entire walk with him and i lacked reverence i lacked the fear of god i didn't comprehend him i didn't look at him in his full glory i belittled him to this friend that i could talk to every now and then he's so much more than that. So much more than that. So much more than that, man. And we just got... It's just... I urge to be careful if you're you're just not keeping a keen awareness. Who is it that I'm talking to? Am I talking to this invisible man on my shoulder or this invisible guy in my room or I think it's my cool little buddy that posts up in the corner and be like, so what's up with you? You want to talk? Or am I going to treat him like God the Father? God Almighty? And I can go down all the lists of the Jehovah's because they're well within my vision right now. Am I going to treat him like Jehovah Shama. It's one thing we don't do, is sometimes we don't recognize is that He is always there, always present. I'm not gonna act like you know what I'm saying, but let me. Let me I'm gonna wrap up. I'm gonna wrap up. Been probably about like an hour and 35 40 minutes. I don't even know. I <laughs> uh, you know, it felt so good to just get on here and just let it out. I feel like that one girl, that one meme of a woman in a blue shirt, just going "let it out," let it out, and then just peacefully lets it out. <laughs> Not, it didn't blow up. It wasn't like I was trauma dumping. But I let it out. Uh, but yeah, man, that is what uh, I'm pretty. That's majority of what I learned in this last few weeks, and. Another thing I want to bring to attention is, I mentioned that I was going to do like an upload schedule. I have no idea about that. That was my own idea. That was not an idea that was probably given to me. I don't think so. It was because I felt like to to be consistent and to really, you know, captivate an audience, it would be better if we had an upload schedule. Well, yeah. Well, let's be honest. Everything I just said earlier about the whole soaking in information, it may take a little longer than. The sometimes if I really want to develop and gain understanding and I say it may take a little over a week and I just want to avoid teething back into this line of like I need to know every ounce of this but I do want to take my time and soak in the information so what I'm saying is it may be once every week it may be once every eight days six days three days four days it, there might be, I, I don't know if I'll do a two, I don't know two weeks going to go by where there ain't nothing coming through. But you get what I mean. It'll, it'll teeter around this weekly to a little bit over a week. And maybe, maybe right now I'm just, you know, talking. <laughs> and maybe the Lord is like, no, we can still work out a schedule. And so I won't make any promises or any direct statements now. It's best to do that. Where it's just keeping you in the loop. Letting you know, uh, maybe there will be. Maybe there won't be. Still thinking about it, talking through with the Lord. And uh, to be honest, there's something very, very scary that I'm getting ready to do soon, and it, uh, you know, what I'm saying, we gotta prepare for that. So, I just want to say thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. How do you like the the background? How do you like the logo? How do you like the, you know, what I'm saying the new setup, the new shindig? Um, let me know down in the comments. Let me know on the Instagram where you can reach out to me. All the links are in the description. Uh, ooh, thank God that wasn't there, no. Anyways, the links are in the description down below. we got the Instagram where you can contact me. There's a uh, Gmail where you can message me and send a mail at. Um, you can find all the social down in the description as well. If you would like to bless the podcast or bless, uh, you know, send a little something for the birthday or just send a, send a message to say uh, happy birthday or something like that or happy belated birthday. That is so much very appreciated. And thank you for those who have said happy birthday to me. I know this is at the uh, end of the podcast and I was thinking about saying it earlier, I just completely forgot about it. Thank you for all those who have been saying happy birthday. It's just been a very busy last few 24 hours, both here, here, and in my spirit. Uh, So uh, it's been a lot. I needed, I don't like to just, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for sending those messages. I just have it at the time to respond to all of them. Um, So thank you again. And all right, that about does it for this episode, this Let's Talk. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Just get on here, just let it out. Let it out, Uh, rather than like a direct formatted um, episode. Let me know how y'all feel, whether it's like, you know what I'm saying? I just want to know and if God says I want you to do both I'll do both if God says I want you to do this I'll do that no 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 if God says I want you to do this I'll do what he says and then if he says I want to do that then let's do that because why? 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 because I trust in him he knows what's better for me to do he knows what what, what he wants for me to do that's going to glorify him in the end and it's also going to benefit me too um, overall so uh, yeah man Uh, I'm very excited to be back Um, there is a duo podcast that I will be releasing soon Uh, I have held this in my grips since July and at first it was at first it was technical difficulties, but I'm pretty sure we're going to be able to do it so I will be working on that soon and it should be releasing sometime this week alright so thank you guys so much for listening to this episode uh Thank you for listening to the Word of Reason podcast, where I present where you can find reason in your life, but it's only through the Word of God. And I will see you in the next episode. Peace.